0: Before recording this, um, I took a moment to pray a little bit, and I, I didn't even finish the prayer, but I took a moment to pray a little bit because I feel or I felt like I had something to say, like I felt ready to hop on the mic and record but already there was this fear of, well, maybe I should write down um, the, the notes. Uh, maybe I should make notes for what it is I want to say. Maybe I should, like, do I actually know what I want to say? I started second guessing, manage that instead of just be very present for the message. And as soon as I started to uh, pray out loud, the answers to dealing with this Moment came to me very, very quickly. By the way, if you hear anything, it's probably thunder because it's hot and some rain is pulling up. Y'all, I'm so sorry. I have taken a very cute break. And before, I remember in the episodes prior, I said, oh, you know, I shouldn't apologize and stuff like that. But my apology is not just to you, But it's also to myself for being afraid of taking a break, thus breaking a consistency that I was beginning to build. And this thing in my head that was telling me, oop, another project that you're afraid to finish because it's not perfect enough. As a kid, I always had this, I don't want to say it's a problem. It's more so... I would start something, and I would like it in the beginning. I'm very thankful my parents gave me the opportunity to try things. I would start something, it would be cool, blah, 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 but then eventually, depending on the thing, i kind of fall off. And I don't know, for some things, it was because it got harder, and I didn't want to do the work, but for other things... I just realized, eh, this is, you know, I'm happy I tried it, but it's not for me. And so my parents couldn't tell the difference. For them, it was like, oh, you can't stick to something. That's a problem. And so they used to always enforce to me, Cynthia, you never finish anything. And that stuck with me for a very long time. I remember feeling very ashamed momentarily. Eventually, I'd get over it. But this would build. Um, I remember feeling very ashamed when I would start something and I'd be reluctant to finish it or I would just kind of fall back. I mean, it it really would put this damper on me like, oh my God, you're a failure. Oh my God, what's wrong with you? And I am 30 years old now. I have my own life. I am an adult or I'm navigating what it means to be an adult. And so there are a lot of things that I'm thankful I was able to start and then actually finish. Grad school really helped me with that. And I think that's why I wanted to go. Yes, I had to pay 60K in tuition, but uh, I know that I went because I needed the discipline. Because in some ways, yes, my parents were right. Cynthia, you're not... You know, you're not finishing things that you start. And for me to be able to be kind of confused with whether it's because of the work or it's because I really wasn't into it, you know, lack of confidence can kind of blur those lines. And I can easily say that for some things, I didn't feel confident enough to keep pushing through. And while it's okay to quit things, I think it is very okay to quit things it's also really important to see what happens when you do push through. There is an, an unlocking that happens for you, for your character. And it's very necessary for you to choose those things wisely in terms of what you actually wanna continue and what you realize, eh, I can really do without it. That takes some, like a moment of rest of thinking, of sometimes even going straight for it and then just tumbling and seeing what happens, but it does take a moment of reflection, of feeling it out, feeling what happens to your body when you think about this thing that you do. What scares you the most about it? Is it because of the work or is it because you realize you really, you don't feel anything towards this? And when it comes to this beautiful podcast that it took me a while to create, and now it's here, and I've been able to release episodes, and I've gotten such amazing responses. Y'all, I love y'all so much for the support that you provide and that you um, you give me. I've been able to do this podcast, and then I took that break, that very good break for me to navigate. The newness of my life, but I did know <laughs> that there was a certain point where that break was really pushing it. And I know because anytime I thought about getting back to it, I was more afraid about what if I couldn't versus, yo, I'm really tired. I know it. I know. Cause I know myself. I'm not I, I've, I've done a very good job at practicing listening to myself, so I know myself when I'm trying to, you know, psych myself out. So I have definitely been afraid. Ooh, this thunder is so big that my house, I can feel it underneath my feet. I could feel the thunder underneath my feet. That's amazing. Um, (laughs) I know that that break was pushing it. And that break was out of fear. And that break was me questioning, should I keep going? This isn't organized enough. Maybe I should stop. Maybe I'm not meant for this. Maybe I have to focus on on things that are more productive. And then there's a part of my head that's just like, girl, what are you talking about? This is not productive to you? What? And then I read this really, really good article this morning while on my way to work, and it was an article about marketing and how it, it don't create when you' when you're marketing something, when you are a creative business and you are trying to market to people instead of focusing on creating this mascot. <laughs> you know, this this representative of your product, you, you should be utilizing empathy. You should be, you're, you're, you should, you know, get reequated with your muse for why you even created what it is that you created. And your muse is your audience. And it started talking about empathy and how it's important to always remember, why am I making this thing? Why is this thing important to make? And one of the best things to do is to have a specific person that you're marketing to, that you're creating for. Don't think about a bunch of people. Don't think about the world. Because sometimes when you got a shit ton of hands to feed, you realize you ain't got enough food. So when you have one person or a small group of people that you want to talk to, that you want to hear as well, it makes it very... It makes it very possible to govern your product towards something. You're able to focus a lot more on the task at hand, the people that you're creating for, and what the product is. And I read that. It's a wonderful, wonderful essay. I'm definitely going to um, link it as well. I read that and it just reminded me of why this podcast is what it is. I already know my audience. It's y'all. Hey, how y'all doing. <laughs> I already know my audience. I already know the 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 question that I'm trying to answer with this podcast. And most importantly, I know my product. I know my product because this is something that I would have loved to tune into every two weeks. And when I read that and when I really sat down and I realized, ooh, sin, you pushing this break? That's when things started to click for me, and I began to realize, Sin, you're not gonna quit this. This is something you're not gonna quit. Let's say you were quick, it sure ain't time now. <laughs> it's too early, and I know you're scared of it, but that's that fear is excitement. I remember my therapist telling me that one day. and I think I told y'all this in a previous episode. A lot of times, your your fear is actually you being very, very excited and not knowing what to do with that excitement, right? So I want to apologize for being so scared that I was ready to dip. And I'm saying that out loud because it's the truth. I was ready to make all types of excuses as to why I couldn't get back to this. And I'm sorry. And please let me apologize because I take the responsibility of creating something that can help people, period. I knew what I wanted going into this. So it's not fair to create something to help people and then kind of abandon it because you're scared. When here, what it is that I'm making is for people that are scared, you know? Is for people that are reluctant to embrace themselves. So I had to take a moment. I had to take some rest. I had to read. I had to really shift my focus. And it's not just that. There have been a lot of things that I've 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 been doing that have really helped that's really helped me here. For the past 2 months, I want to say Twitter and Instagram, social media in general has just been nauseating for me. It's just been too much. It's not fun anymore. It feels so micromanaged. It feels so hyper vigilant. It feels so black and white. It feels so so chatty. It feels so depressing. It feels so heavy. It feels so performative. There's so many things about social media that I enjoy, and that's being able to talk to people and sharing ideas and learning new things. But especially, you know, during this pandemic. And even a little bit prior to that, I mean, I think we've been moving towards this, but you know, even prior to that, but now especially, it's just too much. And I realize, and I've had this realization many times, but um, I was beginning to realize over the past two months that I haven't been writing as much, despite the fact that I'm working and I love what I'm doing, despite the fact that I have this podcast, despite the fact that I'm producing content for people outside of myself and myself, I haven't been writing. Writing has always been my first love. Writing is what brought me here. I'm a storyteller because I'm a writer. I'm a writer because I'm a storyteller. (laughs) Words are how I make, is, is one of the primary ways of how I make sense of things. And I have not been making sense of things on paper, slash Word document. And I remember having a conversation with my dad not too long ago, where we were talking about me and my life and how things are moving. And I remember him saying, okay, so, well, how's the writing going? And I was like, oh, dad, you know, I've kind of fallen off the writing, you know, because things are so busy, but, you know, I'm going to get back to it. He was like, okay, because, you know... Your writing is important. That's that's that's, you know, that's who you are. That's that's what you've created for yourself. And that's why you're out there. You know, you have words. You have things to say. Don't forget the things you got to say. You know, don't don't, you know, it's good to do things for other people, but remember remember what feels good to you. And writing has always felt good to you. I remember that. So don't forget to write. <laughs> and God, I appreciate him saying that y'all hear that? It's gonna be it's gonna be a rainfall. I'm excited. I'm so excited. Um I'm really thankful for him saying that because I needed to hear it. And when it comes to writing my short stories, when it comes to writing scripts, when it comes to even journaling, writing on my blog, I've been very reluctant. I've been scared. And I know that that fear is because there are so many other voices in my head governing what it is I should write and how I should write it. Not even that, there's a level of performance that I feel I've been doing with social media for a while because people know me to be a storyteller and that, you know, that's quote unquote my brand, my platform is storytelling and writing and all that kind of stuff. And I think I began to dread (laughs) writing about, the love of writing and about being a storyteller and about these stuff. I just got tired of writing about where my life was headed and I just wanted to live my life. I wanted to disown my responsibility for a little bit, but that meant I was disowning myself. And so I said, okay, too many voices, so I need to fall back. So I decided to take a break from social media. I took two weeks off. I took those two weeks and I realized, A, too short. B, I didn't miss it. I didn't miss social media at all. I didn't miss it. And C, as soon as I put it away, because I felt it. I felt that I needed to fall back. As soon as I put it away, I started reading my ass off and I started writing. I started writing. I was reading Toni Morrison's Sula and I was reminded... From her beautiful story, that I can write however I want, and it doesn't need to look like this, and it doesn't need to be this for this person or that person. I just get to do whatever I want here. It is my playground. And I tell you all that all the time, but I forget. And so I was reminded when I read Sula, and as soon as I was done reading Sula, I started writing, I mean, The short story that has been in my head for the longest time, and I just didn't know how to start it, where to go with it. It just started pouring out. Pouring. And I mean, it felt so good. It felt so good. Oh my God, it felt so good. I would take that streetcar to work, and I would read, or I would write. Or I would stare out the window and daydream about what it is that I wanted to write or read, what I wanted to make, what I've been making, what I've made. I I mean, it felt so good. It felt so good to focus. And not just that, I at my job I got to meet a, a producer, a really big producer who, who's produced a lot of really great movies and he and i were sitting down we were talking and i asked him i was just asking questions about the film industry and how does he feel about the fact that you know stories they just they don't hit like they used to and i remember him telling me he was just like you know to be honest i don't think about that i just don't think it's productive to worry about why movies aren't telling great stories and i just think it's more important to make sure that my story is great That's it. And he said that. And I sat with that. I sat with that for a long time. And I think the interesting thing about me leaving social media because of all the noise and and me being told that, like not to focus on why something isn't happening and just kind of answer the question by creating I know people feel iffy about that that whole well if you don't like it do something about it there are levels to this and I completely agree Not that's not always you know the best response to things but in this circumstance he, know, he knows that I'm a screenwriter and he said you could be using your time a lot better not really worrying about why written movies aren't so good and just making sure that what it is that you're writing is the good that you want to see. And I was really, really, really thankful for that that moment. Because the thing about social media um, that I'm really realizing, and even though my two-week break is up, I I'm definitely going to extend and kind of decide going forward how I want to use it and how long I will spend on it. Because the thing about social media is that you spend a lot of time asking questions, pointing fingers, um, ruminating on thoughts and ideas that are definitely not your own and thinking, well, I should be thinking like that. Or, you know, recycling these thoughts over and over and over again and regurgitating them and living in this this consistent loop of, of dialogue. That a lot of times doesn't really match the real world and the way that life functions. And to a certain degree, I, I know that we, our generation especially, we're trying to redefine what we've been taught, to, how we've been taught to think, act, be. And that's one thing. But in the midst of that, I think we are talking so much that we forget the importance of doing. And I'm so dissatisfied with the way the industry is just pushing out stories. On top of that, I am also learning that Hollywood has become so business-oriented. It really isn't paying attention to how great the stories are. It's just always consistently trying to save its own ass. And because of that that definitely interferes with the beauty of being able to tell stories but on top of that I just you know when he said that I, I just I really thought about it and I'm just like ooh, it's fine to critique a piece of work and to think that it could have been better or to even worry that you know a lot of what we're doing is just pushing out content and not m- m- ensuring that it's great. But goodness, you're 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 really just sitting there questioning and and upset with an industry that you're not even preparing for. And when I say that, I mean, I'm a whole ass writer and I have been afraid because of that same reason I'm critiquing Hollywood. I don't want to make bad shit. I don't want to make bad shit. And so, while I am pointing a finger at the batshit that's being made, I'm also sitting here afraid that I'm gonna to contribute to that. Which makes me want to point the finger more and blame them. Look at what you're doing. You're, you're creating whack-ass content and now I'm afraid of creating whack-ass content and I'm micromanaging the content that I make to make sure it's not whack-ass. And y'all, oh my God, what? <laughs> It's just too much. It's just too much. It's just too much. And it takes you being able to kind of fall back and and think to yourself, like, well, what am what what am I telling my story for? Because you want to know something? Us being afraid to make whack content is so unfair because (laughs) you know. What's wrong with whack content? Not everybody's going to think it's whack. You know, not everybody's going to think it's whack. And what if you like it? That should be okay, right? But on top of that, what if you make something and you don't put it out? What if you just make something for you? You can keep your whackness and your greatness all in one folder, but it's yours. And how amazing is that? The range. (laughs) The range of having whack work and great work. But also, a lot of us are hella afraid of of creating content because we don't want to be whack. We forget who our muses are. We're not focused. You know, I had this uh, revelation last week. And I realized that a lot of times when we're confused about something, we're confused because we're tired. A lot of times confusion is because you are resisting the truth, you are fighting, you're you're, overextending yourself, You're trying to push for the opposite of what you need. And so you're confused because you're fighting yourself. A lot of times when you're confused, you're fighting yourself. A lot of times when you're unsure, it's because you're fighting yourself. And so when I took that break from social media, I stopped fighting the tiredness that I was feeling I stopped fighting the confusion that I was feeling. Even if it didn't come to me right away, the answer to, well, why am I afraid to get back to the podcast? Why aren't I writing? I don't understand. I love these things. Um, Even though the answer didn't come right away, I knew what I needed to do. I know that I needed to get away from the distraction. I know that I needed to get back to myself. And I need to get back to why I did the things that I did. Who my muses were. And um, when I was praying and unsure about what it is that I was going to say, it's because I was, once again, trying to, you know, say the right thing. Because I was afraid of fucking up. I love this podcast, guys, but it also scares me. (laughs) It, It does scare me because it requires me to show up every time. And to shoot the shit while also kind of being organized. And who knows what'll come from that? And and am I doing a good job? But the thing is, is that y'all tell me I'm doing a good job every time I post something. Earlier this week, a girl sent me a seven minute voice note via email telling me how much she loves my podcast and why and what it's done to inspire her. Are you dead ass? And I'm worried And of course I'm worried. There's a voice in my head from way back in the day that says, Cynthia, you never finish anything. You have to finish it, but it's more of a peer pressure versus a, all right, Sin, so you love this. You just might be a little too tired or you may have just fallen off your focus. So let's get back to it. You know, you rest a little bit, do what you gotta do, but let's get back to it. Let's, Let's always get back to what it is that we wanna do. And to that I say, if you're confused about what you need to do to do next, rest a little bit and reflect on yourself. And then do a little something, something. Do a little something different. If you gotta take a break from something, then take the break. You know, don't deny yourself the break. I needed to take a break from social media. It's not that I needed my rest looks like resting from social media. Not like resting so much in physical time. You know, I I have a beautiful morning routine. I, I think I get enough sleep. My traveling to work isn't heinous. So it's nothing extremely drastic. So physically I'm fine. But mentally something was happening. And I know it wasn't work because I actually have time with work. have time to plan this. I have time to show up for this, but there was something else that was happening. It was fear. It was this confusion of what I should be doing because, oh my God, I'm failing my supporters. I'm failing my audience. I'm failing myself. So I just had to realize like, where is that coming from? But also how can I get back to me? And I realized the reason I had stopped was because of the voices, and so I needed to fall back. The way that I was using my voice on social media, I needed to fall back from it. I needed to get reacquainted with the voice that I I use for myself, in my writing, in my speaking. Not just in 280 characters. Not in getting lost in IG and Facebook marketplace. Some gems, but you know. <laughs> I needed to focus. And me removing myself from social media for a bit, talking to that producer, reading Toni Morrison's Sula, and then allowing myself to do the do. I mean, oh, it's been great. It's been great. So y'all remember who you do it for. And I hope that who you do it for is you primarily remember who you do it for and remember that the way you do it nobody else is doing it and that while that can be a little scary that fear may be a little excitement and that if you're confused about that <laughs> just rest and also know what kind of rest you need know what kind of rest you need know when you when the rest that you're doing is just coping and falling back on on old habits versus giving yourself the productive rest that you need. Remember, sometimes it's okay to quit, but sometimes you know when you're just not doing your best, when you could be doing, you could be doing things a little differently. You could be showing up a little, a little better, you know? And if you, if you feel like you could be showing up a little better, Create the rest that'll allow you the opportunity to know what that is, and then actually do it. I gave myself two weeks off social media because A, I knew that there may be a possibility that I may feel um, sick, quote unquote, without it. You know, there is a level of an addiction to using Twitter and Instagram. And I thought to myself, if I'm pulling myself away from it, I may like want to relapse or I may, you know, feel crappy without it and want to get back. So I said, okay, I'm going to need like the first few days to really be about me making sure that I don't go on it. But interestingly enough, once I got off, I I really wasn't checking for it. And if anything, that told me a lot. That told me that I was ready. I was ready to renegotiate my terms with how I use social media, period. Because in this, in this junction of my life, I need that. I, I need to redefine how I want to communicate with people online and how I want to show up online. Because it greatly affects my work. That rest from social media helped me realize how I need to work for my creativity. So that's my message. That's my message for today. That's my message for this episode. We're gonna get back to more um, masterclasses, interviews, all that good stuff that will be coming back. Even some readings. I've been contemplating reading to you guys. I I love the idea of possibly doing that, whether it be essays, short stories, you know, let me know if that's something you want to do. I'm gonna do it anyway. But if that's something that you're actually excited about, please feel free to let me know. Uh, but yeah, yeah, y'all. Um, I just wanted to get that out there. I felt really compelled to speak and I'm happy I I took the opportunity to do so. And I want to say thank you guys so much for your support, for reminding me that I have something great here and that my muses, y'all, myself, y- you're keeping this engine engine going. This is a very reciprocal project. I don't feel like I'm just giving. It's a very reciprocal project. I feel like I'm also receiving, and that's the love, appreciation, the support, the way that y'all say, hey, I started writing, I started doing this, because of your podcast i love it i love it i love it so i hope you guys have a wonderful 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 weekend i love y'all very very much and i'll catch you in the next episode bye